Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Ford and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Gosh darn right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around another episode of This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest. Here we are. Thank Douglas Pinsky for that little intro music. We forgot, forgot to mention that. Great. What's can he his- do that in his bedroom? Yeah, he does that on a computer. It's amazing what can get done with a computer and a keyboard. The great Tom Arnold, speaking (laughs) of amazing, the show is The Viceland Show. Hashtag the hunt for the Trump tapes. We're going to show a trailer a little later. At Tom Arnold, Instagram, the Tom Arnold. Tom, good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Great job on Stern. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Just let it. You know, <laughs> let it go. You know, just go. You yeah. go when you're on that show. That's absolutely for true. For an hour. You got to entertain the man and just let it go. And then people talk about how insane you are when you leave there. But, you know, you're in there with him. You're like, I just got to entertain him for an hour. It is. It is you do Here feel, you don't care. Because no, you're no, like, it's you care. and Bob, I know. whatever. Who, who gives let a shit? Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. So, Bob, we ran right to our microphones because you said you had something to say. Okay, so. First so, of all, this show, the name of the show sounds like I'm on NPR. <laughs> this yeah. life. Yeah. This yeah, life like with that. Bob. With Lisa Lang. With Lisa Lang. <laughs> yeah. So, so you and I have a bond going back to the eighties, my yes, friend. Yes, we do. So, and last time we spoke, we're big, like you know, can't believe what's going on. This right. is unbelievable. I now don't think it's as unbelievable as I thought. I think I saw right. you a year ago. Right. I think it's perfect. Yeah, it is. It is. And we're referring to Trump. Right. Sam Harris did a little thought experiment where where a guy was telling him, talking to him, said, imagine what it would have been like if it hadn't happened, where all that discontent, where would that have gone? Because he's the he's the right embodiment of all the discontent, right? Well, he's it would have been just a Hillary would have been uh, they would have been uh, killing, she, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would still been there, but it wouldn't have been so targeted, and it wouldn't have raised up all this stuff. You know, this festered up this infection, this MRSA that all is. So it's actually good. We owe Trump yeah, because yeah. it showed we itself. Do. Right? We, it showed us something. Here, well, here's you know, what I think. Ryan it it showed us something about our brothers and sisters, Tom, True. you and I being of the liberal. Brigade. Yes, it, something I saw hatred that I didn't expect from my some of my closest friends. Right, and there was no talking to them. Like yes. this is just politics. This is just gross. This, right. So, so uh, my evolution of thought has been right message, wrong messenger. Right, right, true. right. Well, right. But then that Ryan Holiday wrote the book, the conspiracy book, and he's a he's a he's a 
a Stoic philosopher, and he said, look, he goes, he goes, you know, I think, he wrote a book called Trust Me, I'm Lying, where he talked about how right. the social media is such BS and how people can say anything and then that becomes news. And he said, we've been doing that to each other for so much now. He goes, it's natural that a resistant strain of bacteria would come up. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And he's like that resistant strain. You can't do anything right. to, to affect John it. Kennedy O'Toole wrote a book called Confederacy of Dunces, yes. which is a, about uh, uh, these people. Well, here's the thing. You know, the, the, the beauty is karma. Trump got elected president. He based his whole candidacy on a lie that the first look right to your black, right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the first black president. He made him this private citizen made the first black president show his birth certificate. Oh, yeah. What that actually is a pretty big accomplishment for for Donald Trump. Maybe his biggest. So if he could do that, then me, Tom Arnold, can. Take him down. <laughs> I mean, really, really. Well, so, the, but, that, but so if the, he could become president, the egalitarianism of, the line, of that, absolutely. Right. But describe why that particular thing was so bothersome to you. Well, here's why it was bothersome. Uh, in, in 2008, uh, a guy named Davis Guggenheim makes this probably 10 minute little mini doc for the uh, Democratic convention, and and uh, you know it's basically Barack Obama's life, and you know how they make these documentaries about the, every candidate, and and I'm watching this thing, and it, Barack Obama grew up in, in a small town in Kansas, not unlike Ottumwa, Iowa, where I grew up. And Barack Obama uh, had from a from a single parent family, uh, and, and uh, in a farming community, and his grandfather looked like my grandfather. And right. I'm from a single parent uh, family in a farming community. And if you're from a single parent family in a farming community, if there's something odd about your family, I didn't have a mother, and he didn't have a father. And and by the way, he was also a black kid. Yeah, he didn't mention. He doesn't talk about that. It, it, it is documentary a lot but there's a a scene in there where he's on his grandfather's shoulders and they're at the kennedy space center they're watching a a capsule come down and he's talking about how great it was to be on his grandfather's shoulders and it's so touching to me because i i spent a long time with my grandpa yeah and uh and and i just it it it, it was very emotional for me and i thought to myself later uh when 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 all of a sudden i saw donald trump a man i know for 30 years on tv saying that that barack obama was not born. He wasn't. A, a, he was an illegitimate president. And I thought that is such BS. That Barack Obama's grandfather wasn't alive to grab him by the collar and say, "Hey, that's my kid." Yeah. Shut up. And I thought how outrageous it was. And that I immediately picked up the phone and called NBC and called Mark Burnett and said, "What are you going to do about this guy? That is outrageous. Right. What are you going to do, Chuck Labella? What? What? Hey, why, why is everybody standing up and doing something about that? Is because his grandpa isn't alive to defend him. You know, where's it? his mother isn't alive? Why is it everybody up in arms? And that was the moment that that, that things changed for me because I thought about my grandpa. Believe me, if you're from a small town and you're having an unusual family like not without a mother or you're a black kid without a father your grandpa's had to defend you a lot of times like my grandpa did so that was the bond i had for his grandpa yeah. That's who I was def- standing up for. But you've known Trump 30 years. He's a, he, he doesn't care about grandpas. He doesn't care about the stuff that we care about. He cares about himself. But I cared about Barack Obama's grandpa. <laughs> That's who I'm def- standing up for. That guy. Right. I get it. I'm representing so, him. So, so here's the thing. When you gave us that interview saying that there is this video that exists that now yes. your show is about, I was kind of mad at you. I didn't say because I love you yeah. and I respect you. I was like, why didn't you fucking release that video? I didn't know that you didn't have it right that you had only seen, I'd seen it. it yes before. right i think it could have stopped trump 
No. If you if you had the pussy grab and that video that you're talking right. about in or, you know in, and Stormy in Daniels October in, person. in October, I don't think Trump gets elected. But now I don't think it matters what no, comes no. out. He here's, could here's he could thing. actually shoot somebody on 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 on, right. on Park Avenue and nothing would happen. No, here's the, here's the thing too. All right, the video I had seen and here's how it came out. You know, it's in October of 2016, and I'm doing an interview talking about doing stand, my stand-up show I had in Seattle, and, and I was so frustrated because the the pussy grab had come out, and yet it's so oh my god they're they're just running mowing over it, and he's still going to win, and I just out of frustration say you know I can't it's outrageous I've seen this video which a lot of people have seen before, and he says this and by the way it wasn't a hard Edward it was a sort of a matter of fact we're going up to uh, and, and I described the restaurant it's a matter of fact <laughs> who he said it to now. The, the irony is, since then, I have interviewed uh, the person Who that was it? with him. Who, in the, oh, you know, yeah. and I've interviewed people that were with it, visit him on the set of The Apprentice. And I have gone back and rebuilt the crew of The, the Apprentice oh my, my show. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to rebuild the whole, not only that tape, but Who, there are other gonna tapes. Who's going to play Donald Trump? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> No, no, we are building. There's other tapes that are far worse. Are you are you friendly with Alec Baldwin? <laughs> oh, I am friendly with Alec Baldwin. We, I've heard from Alec Baldwin yesterday. Uh, you know, I am. Uh, you know, I've heard from a lot of people, and a lot of people want to help. There are so, so many go, worse things okay, that he did. Let's pull out of that for a second. Yeah. I understand. It's very exciting. And by the way, there's a tip line at <laughs> uh, viceland.com slash, how do you do that? Slash, slash T-I-P-S. Send me all of your tapes. We are, we've had so many people coming forward. <laughs> what, what is that? What are you playing at? <laughs> oh, got, oh, you're playing on the trailer. trailer. Let's play the trailer. It's on so the trailer. Here we go. Trailer. Here we go. Here we go. Donald Trump saying, quote unquote, grab them by the pussy. Talking about 16 year old girls in their underwear here, okay? Spewing racial slurs on the set of Celebrity Apprentice. President Trump denies any involvement with prostitutes. Don't worry. Tom Arnold is on it, and I'm Tom Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> No way uh, the tip line. So, so let's go back to We're our grandfathers. To though. Yes. Well, let's go back to our grandfathers. Yes. I was raised by my grandfather also. Yeah. He legally adopted me. Oh, that's right. So, want to tell him so, why. Because his daughter had me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. So, if if you put my dad, my he, I consider him my dad, my yes, grandfather, in a 21st century context, he is racist. Yes. He is misogynist. Yes. He is homophobic. Yes. He was a great dad mm -hmm. right america's not ready for the grayness of life i don't think right they like cartoons they like black and white right. they like this we've got to evolve to understanding context right that my dad was a product of the depression and and he used but we've decided it's right. not a de defense right Right, but you have to understand my grandfather too, and you're right. But but my grandfather was also one of the first people. He was a medic of the 42nd Rainbow Division, mm -hmm. and he was one of the first people that entered Dachau to liberate Dachau. He was of that generation. Mm -hmm. Barack Obama's grandfather was in World War II. He was one of the people that helped liberate uh, Germany. That helped free. You know, the, he's from that generation. So uh, when, when you talk about these people that are Trump fans, they they're fuck. They're yahoos. Yeah, that, they're, you know. They're... They, they, tell me what you're doing that you that gives you. You know, the the. It's like this. Um, 
okay, uh, you know, if you got if you're complaining about uh, inner city Chicago, tell me that you have been there, that you have volunteered, that you have mentored a young. Well, black mostly lady. they're complaining there's no coal jobs in West Virginia. I got right. news for them: there's no coal jobs for right. anybody anymore. No, and no politician has the guts to tell them. Especially right. that's the thing about him, right? Trump. It's okay if you lie if you're on a reality show. And, and you know what, Mark <laughs> Burnett? I gotta say, Mark Burnett, and I know this from rehab. He made a Jesus mini, mini series that's stellar. And if you're in rehab, you will watch that every other night, okay? But he also made The Apprentice, and that's the same thing he did with Jesus. He's doing with with uh, Donald Trump, and it sells. And you're like, oh my gosh, look at this! Now I don't know which one is more accurate, but that's what he <laughs> sold to America. So, so a lot of people in the, in the South and in Iowa, that's how they got to know Donald Trump. They're like, oh, I saw no one from the apprentice. People in New York know it's bullshit. They're yeah. like, that's not we don't. They never watched the show because they know yeah. they know who Donald Trump is. But people and I were like, oh my god, he's the guy Did from they the apprentice. Have used car lots in Iowa. They so the do, but he's the king. That? He's the king of the. He's, he's just a, another used car sale. No, but, but but people listen. I grew up. I grew up. Not. I grew up with nobody. We love people with nobody. We worship rich people. We, you know, we have a certain, you know, that's the rich people in our town. We're like, oh my God, they are better than us. That's just how we feel. The people that, that own the meatpacking plant, we look up. That's just how it is. They are just a little better than us. Still? And Donald you, you, Trump, you, you, Donald Trump, no. Yeah, so we, after we went on a strike at Hormel, they fired yeah. us all. They, <laughs> we tried to burn their house down. But anyway, but we at least peed on their toothbrushes. But. You know, but but you, you know, know, you do look like when, that you, when you see Smokey class. the guitar player. Do you have a fun spot? Because Tom Waits' guitar player is Smokey Hormel, the oh, heir wow. to yeah. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. Well, the su- <laughs> beach uh, chatting from the suburbs. His wife is one of the McMillans who owns Cargill. They're very nice people. If you know, so Tom has risen up from Minneapolis. Tom has risen up to forgive the rich. Oh my God, Beach. Okay, I'm getting all my names wrong. Okay, let's see. Let me go back. Anyway, let me go back. In the sub. First of all, shout out to the suburbs. One of the greatest bands yes. who, who, who ever. Nate, he's looking at in, you. In the baby. history of music, period. The suburbs. Suburbs. Yeah, it's called you know, the band. The, uh, Love is the law. One of the Look greatest songs. <laughs> Beach. It is beautiful. Yes. I, I don't even want to get I, Okay. Anyway, let's just leave that there. And there is a Cargill connection. So, but I don't, anyway. what I was trying to make a point, I don't think it's only people in New York or LA that were hip to like, I don't know if this guy's a billionaire. I don't know if this guy, what his message is what re- resonated, not him. Right. I believe that. But I here's believe the problem. that now. Here's the problem. Here's why I'm, I'm going full out and people are like, Tom. Be, be good to our president. And I'm like, <laughs> F you. Because he's on stage at the NRA convention lying, scaring people. And as a person that spent a year in trauma therapy, that is not okay. His lies are such lies. They are such uh, 17-year-old boy in their mother's basement lies like, hey, they're trying to, the next thing you know, they're going to make vans illegal because people are hitting people with vans. And they're just <laughs> insane lies. And they are 
are literally costing people their lives. That's they the problem are with his lives. Their lives. Yeah, and then I hear, and then people are like talking about my my ex wife Roseanne who has a TV show. Let her have her TV show. Well, no, she she could have her TV show. It's a huge hit. She that, but more power to her. But she's also part of this Trump insanity where she thinks Trump's working with Robert Mueller to arrest Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and put him in Guantanamo Bay. And everything he does is amazing because he's never done a fat joke about her. Is, is, She'll say that. Is, right. is, is, is that why you're not on the show? Oh, <laughs> God. I am scared shitless of her. I, would, I did her roast and I was scared to death. You guys you know, got along at that roast. Yes, though. I thought we were buddies. So yes. when the show came up, I'm like, hey, talk to but I, think, help her but I knew you guys together, and I think I you both believe in the same things on a certain level. She just clicked with this message of this guy. What he presented is, we're going to no, wipe no, this no, slate No, she's full clean. on. No, no, she is I know. So are some other friends of ours town. that I don't want to name yes. that believe in uh, uh, vapor trails and fluoride oh, yes. in the water. Oh, yes. That's a lot of our friends became yes. like that. But the th- reason why Trump resonates is this message of Burn it all down. No, but you got to. You have to have a little bit of critical thinking. You got to see some. <laughs> there's got to be. You can't. But I'll tell you what. You, you show what everything he does. You especially if you're a comic. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be like Stormy Daniels kicked Roseanne's ass comically this week on Twitter because she can't let you know. The, as a comic, you can always see the little. Well, you can read between the a, lines. But she's not a politician. She's getting caught no, up but, in politics. No, but she started and, making fun of Stormy Daniels and Stormy about. Anal sex, Stormy Daniels. She goes, well, you know, Stormy Daniels is known for anal sex. She goes, well, I guess you're known for the freaking national anthem or whatever. Stormy Daniels just bee slapped. You know, Roseanne used to be one of the funniest people on the planet. Why are you not on that show? Oh, my God. It's, it's, you're missed. You're missed. I'll tell you what. If it, missed. Can you imagine how much it would have to go to the crapper before she called me and asked me? It'd be like no. the roast. Like, nobody nobody no. did the roast. She called I, me the last day. I, I disagree. I disagree. I think, I think it would be no. – I think it would be – Huge deal. If you Can go you on imagine the show. how nervous I would be? Yes, Good I'll, Lord, Bob I will have to be there. You would have to be there. No, but let's just go back. Here's something of our circle of friends in the yeah. late '80s, early '90s. Yes. a lot of them believe fluoride drew. I'm telling I you, and know. Nate and I know, like they believe these well, crazy that things. Well, it's that QAnon. These are not. These are like, not. Dumb everything people. adds up. Like you have to believe in so many conspiracies to think everything Trump does is genius. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh look at him again. What he just what said. Gonna, like, what are you going to do when he wins the Nobel Peace Prize? I hope he does. I hope he, I hope he wins Obama's. I hope they have to give it to him. If, 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 if they take the nukes out of North Korea, Trump is so delist, his enemies, I'm delist, and I'm his enemy. Like, everybody around this guy, is. that's why I have no fear about it. Everybody's like, oh, my God, are you, are you fearful that he's going to have you murdered? No, because he's so obvious. His, his crimes are obvious. His everything. He's definitely one who believes that old adage that no press is bad press. Oh, for sure. Well, no, for he's sure. the only in all of his is 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 people around him. He's the only totally authentic person. He hasn't changed a bit from the guy I met thirty years ago. Well, were you his friend he's, at one time? Well, we were. Yeah, we were friendly. We did. I did an HBO special. Rosanna and I in nineteen ninety. I did business with him at his at Trump Castle. And, and what? How did you find him then? Uh, He's like, you know, first of all. No, but what did you think? What did you, Tom Arnold, feel about he's him? Well, he was been Donald the Trump. Same. He's like, you know what would be fantastic? If I had a, a friend, he's got a Dusseldorf. I will drive Rose out of the stage. He'll donate that Dusseldorf. And he wasn't going to be in a special. He's like,
like, I will drive her out on the stage. And anyway, so that now he's in the special. I'm like, well, that's great. He drives her out, and then he'll donate it, and then I end up having to pay a guy to haul this Dusseldorf <laughs> in from New Jersey. And then, you know, HBO's like, oh, my God, the, we had to deal with him in a contract, but we had to, anyway, everything's fine. And, and but, oh my God, then he did my sports show a bunch. I went to the Playboy Mansion with him to visit his girlfriend, Karen. I, this Karen McDougal, the Playmate. Yeah. I, I started tweeting about that nine months ago and Stormy Daniels and their lawyer way before they was public. I'm like, dude, here's the deal with these payoffs and this money. And people are like, yeah, we can't print that, Tom. Wait, wait, what's the deal with it? What is the deal? Exactly what I, the deal is. Exactly. They just pay people off. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's in yeah. old school. He's just like his dad, probably. Yeah. Right? And by the way, the, the the White House is like, yeah, Tom Arnold is crazy. He is a liar. It's all true. Everything I've said about him is true. Well, and there's more. About- Michael Cohen sued me. With Trump, Trump, and he's like, Tom Arnold is crazy. He sued Mar- asked Marty Singer, my lawyer. He's like, you got to quit saying this stuff Michael about Michael Cohen so- sued you? Yes, he did. For what? For, for, for saying hurting that his, hurting his friend's feelings. Yes. And then Marty Singer's like, you got to quit saying this. And I go, it's true. And then it, it turns out it is true. And then they had to. This is the payout part. Yeah. By the way, last week, uh, who can I, can I, admit I talk? Yeah, I'm going to put it on Twitter. Uh, uh, Felix Sater. I went to Felix Sater's house. That's Trump's Russia Tower, yeah. buddy. I spent the day with him. Michael Cohen and I were rooms next door to each other at the uh, Regency in New York. That's all I'm going to say. And then <laughs> Felix Sater met with Rudy Giuliani last Friday after I met with him at Trump. Anyway, these guys are all buddies. So watch my show. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Well, when do we By get the way, to Michael watch Cohen it? is not. He's saving his family. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah, he's. Into- it's all working out well. For but- whom? For whom? For me, for my oh, show. You, for you, By the way, Michael show. Cohen's buddies with Tish. That's okay. all my, who I, I'm buddies with. So, They're so, all buddies. So, well, what so is your let, buddy, speaking of buddy, what does your buddy Arnold think about all this? Well, by the way, he used to be like, you know, you got to be easy on Trump. And then Trump left him over. Yeah. And he's like, what Trump? Anyway, Arnold's hilarious about it now because he's doing the gerrymandering thing and the, the environment because that, that uh, Trump buddy is messing up the environment. That Pruitt. By the way, how crazy is Scott Pruitt? He is the, by the way, he's got all kinds of. Secrets I want to give on. you one of the hats I made. It says, make the swamp great again in the red and the oh, white. Oh, I love that. But, but <laughs> By the know. way, speaking of hats, how big is Scott Pruitt's head? Like, it is unusually. He's got a whole bunch of stuff. But, 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 you know, but most people look at that and go, oh, it's politicians. They're all like that. If we started digging oh, into they every are they, one of them. Yeah, they're, they're you know, so that that's the sort of world we're in, I think. That's why it's so insulated from consequence. Yeah. When all this stuff starts emerging, everyone just goes, yeah, we knew it. Yeah, but he's that's got the worst this. hitters. No, but I think I think they think to themselves. They go. That's why we threw this TNT and this Trump, this this murder weapon we call Donald Trump. We threw yeah. him in because this is where all the politics. Well, here's are. the thing. Everything he does. See, the Koch brothers are this. Uh, these two brothers. One of them has Alzheimer's, so he's not a uh, totally. No, involved. there's more than. Yeah. Well, there's a great. There's a great Koch brother that you. Yes, might there know. is. He's too. a great guy. Oh, well, there's, there's so well. Yeah, he's friend. not involved with the two Charles and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not one of the. But the, they always get called the Koch brothers, yeah. and there's actually there's one also really a nephew. Good guy. There's a nephew that does pants. It's hilarious. <laughs> you watch him on the internet, but there's two. There's two. What? Yeah. Anyway, 
Charles and whatever are, are the the guys. Anyway, they before Trump took office, they had a whole game plan typed up for him. All this tax stuff, all this other stuff. They're like, just do what we tell you to do. They got a guy named Mark Short that's on in the White House right now. He's a bald guy. He looks like he's from the future. He seems pretty loose. He, when he's on TV, he's like, yes, Donald Trump is. He seems like he's you know like he's uh, from Scientology. Like he's got it together. Uh, and but he's from the guy from Scientology. But he's the, he's from the Koch brothers. He's the guy that keeps all the policy stuff together moving but, forward but they are losing their mind because that trump is so crazy with he their steps stuff all over yeah so the nra and the Koch brothers are getting their stuff uh, pushed through him but he's he's actually hurting them because he's so crazy right how much how many episodes you got we got eight eight okay. on and the when air. does it start they're on now wait we're shooting now and uh we when start september air? first week of september through the oh midterms. i can't wait that long well we'll start we're gonna start putting stuff out you know okay good you guys. <laughs> anyway, this guys. is this is man meets moment. Tom Arnold has yes. met the moment of the Trump era. Guys. Thanks, guys. Are you okay? You're good? I'm you good. good. I, by the way, I'm great. Okay, good. Last time we met, we had an interesting conversation. Yes. Which was which was no, we were face to face with you. He was but like, I just want- Yeah, yeah. But Tom started with one of these I got a friend. What would my friend do? Oh, no. I was on my podcast. I was like, yeah, my friend's having trouble uh, getting off of Benzos. And uh, what do you do about that? And he's like, well, that's a tough And it was me. I was talking about me. But no, I, I went to, uh, that was a year ago. I went down to uh, 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 Crossroads. And I did that. I've been in trauma therapy for a year, too, by the good, way. Hi. My son turned four. And it was the awesome. same age as me when. Oh, dude! I, I told you. Great. What did yes, I tell you? I know you told Doctor <laughs> Drew. Told me. I, can't, I also give you credit, by the way, in case you didn't notice. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, so I did it, and I highly recommend it to anybody out there. You know, I if you know my story, you know that when I got sober the first time, I I found a pedophile that uh, from my past and confronted him in an appropriate way and stopped him from adopting boys, and then thirty other kids came forward, and it's a well-known story and and then as uh, dr drew warned me hey tom you know when you're you know when, when my son was first born it did it, something he's beautiful and it's you know perfect and everything but it did occur to me uh so in the back of my mind i think when it's when something uh, uh, terrible happens to you it's always easier if it could be your fault and all of us are like this and it did occur to me like oh my gosh uh uh because i, I was thinking Oh, maybe I was a bad kid. Maybe, you know, even though I'd worked it through, it's still in the back of my mind. Well, maybe I was a bad kid. My my version of it was I liked it. I kept going back over there because I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never. Because the idea is to be, why do you keep going back over there? Right. Well, I got a free candy bar. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a big one. But anyway. uh, uh, But but it did occur. I saw myself like, oh, my God. No, I was perfect like him like that's a scary thought like oh no and then as he got older i was like oh my god i was that small oh my god people are horrible oh my god and then it started and out of the blue i had lunch with drew and he's like you know, you should be aware. Jax is going to be. You know, we're just talking about family and kids. And boy, when he turns four, that's going to. I'll probably hit you. I'll probably you might have some issues. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it hit me like a freaking. Ton, and I started, you know, take something like, oh, I had trouble sleeping. Better take these benzos. 
you know, better take more right. a Tom, night, and it just became a bad uh, Tom, issue. Tom has this thing, too, where every relationship ended at four years. Oh, he, yeah. He, oh, yeah. Been. My mother left when I was four, and literally every marriage, uh, except for so Ashley. Four is like oh, yeah. I forgot deal. about that. Major deal. Yeah. that's What weird. happened when you were four years sober the first time? That's usually a tough time, too. Four to five years. I, I made it through. Oh, I got divorced. No, what happened the first time? No, oh, yeah, I did get divorced. I got so when did you get sober? I got sober, I got sober in right before I got in married. In 88, what year is that? What I, year did you get sober? In 90. Okay. So right before I, I got married. I had relapsed and got sober again when I was over at your house 89. at that meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In December so that, 10th, 1989 was when I first got sober. Right. Then the funniest yeah, thing, we're huge Kiss fans, right? Oh, my and, God. That's and Timmons, oh my God. Timmons, Timmons hears that the Peter Chris from Kiss is living under the Venice yeah, boardwalk. Yeah, yeah, And so, yeah. so all of us are like, Kiss, what the fuck? That dude needs yeah. to get help. And so Timmons and Tom go and get the guy. I went, bring him well, to- no, no, no. I went first by myself and got <laughs> the guy. Did Timmons hear but about it first no, no. or you? I went on my own to impress everybody. And then I called Timmons. I go, hey, I got... <laughs> Oh Peter God, that's it wasn't. It no, wasn't. No, it was I know. Just a I know. Like I went and t- did it on my own to tell you guys, to tell everybody, and brag. And I'll, I had it in a hotel. Oh, like, you were going to be the new Bob Timmons. Yes. Now, that's not. He, it's a real story. I took this fucking dude. I had to fight. I like people because he had fans down there and oh. fight these other homeless people. And like, I get him in a motel on Ocean, and then Bob goes with me to take him to a meeting. I put it in the back of my car. Like, he, he you know, he just was hoping. He, he looked stinging. exactly like. Peter yeah, Chris. he did. I started taking him to meetings, and then his ex girlfriend called me <laughs> well, and goes, "Oh die. my god, I want to fly him to Boston to save his life." I go, "No, no, I got to keep him alive for another twenty four hours to get him in rehab and get credit." There, Bob, Bob and Dallas are like, "This is amazing what you're doing for this guy." And I go, "I was bringing him around," and then all of a sudden he disappeared because this woman somehow got a hold of him because I was telling everybody I'm saving Peter Chris's life, and she hands him on a plane to Boston because I let him talk to her, and then. It turns out the real Peter Chris. Somehow I talked so much about he it. It was on TV. It was on TV. It was on TV. He was on TV. Part Bob. Bob Tim was like, "Don't tell everybody." I go well. I saved his life. It was on TV, and the real Peter Chris saw it. He's like, and he was sober. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm suing you." I'm like, "Oh shit, this is not even Peter Chris." And I'm telling. And Bob Tim was like, "Do not tell every." Oh my god. Anyway, I got sued. And then I got arrested because I kidnapped the first guy. And now he's in Boston. And then Tim is like, Steven Tyler sober because he's in Boston, the yeah. random guy. So oh, Tyler helped the kiss guy. God damn it. <laughs> so now Tyler, who I love and just saw yeah. him, has to go, because he's a good dude, he has to go save the random guy's life and take him to rehab. <laughs> Oh my God! And what a screwed up mess! You got arrested for kidnapping. I did. So Marty Singer, I go down to Santa Monica Police Department, and the cops are so mad, kidnapping, assaulting all the other homeless guys because I t- had to. It was the I guy from to- Kiss, Drew. We had to save him. God. Yes. So then, <laughs> I- were you guys all high at the time? No, no. We were no I listen. I it was my first. I went on my own to tell. Uh, let me just say this. So then I this it was, was a, his first twelve step call. Well, Tom Arnold's first twelve step call. It was a little early. Let me just say, <laughs> let's, let's say this real quick. So anyway, I'm down there. It's me, and Marty Singer. The cops are so bad. They're like, you are an idiot. And this detective comes <laughs> to the room. He's like this. So he has the two cops go out. I still know these cops are. He's like, let me get it straight. You went down there by yourself to save this guy's life. I mean, you screwed everything up. But uh-huh. you did this. I go, yeah. And he goes. I'll tell you what, you do it one more time. 
will consider dropping these charges. I go, I'll do anything. Do it one more time. Yeah. He goes, here's the address. Was, he goes, this guy is, he works in this precinct with us. He lives in La Habra. You get it, get him out of his house. There's nothing we can do. He's, he's going to be dead a, by this weekend. He's a yeah. cop. Using yeah. cop. He goes, oh he's God. got a lot of guns. So oh when I went into his house, the cops, who I still don't go, they said they looked at each other like, okay, when he kills Arnold, we're going to say it was a home invasion. <laughs> and, uh, and we're still buddies to this day. It's, it's, like, it's like when you and I went to get... Uh, but uh, this guy was a maniac here, Bob. <laughs> he seems fine now. He's a crazy person. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun time. It's like when, when you Rose and I went on, to get Tom... Tom, well, uh, Tom, Tom uh, was nice enough. I felt bad. When I did that national anthem, she had just done hers. And you guys sent me roses and <laughs> oh said, don't God. feel bad. You know what I mean? And, and my thing was, she was kind of trying to make fun of it. Roseanne. I was not trying to make fun of That's it. That's the saddest part. <laughs> You were sincere. I smoked too much crack. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. That's really I wish that, that she'd smoked crack. That would have been a better excuse. <laughs> she grabbed too much crack. That was yeah, her thing. She, do you remember her version? Oh, yeah. It yeah. was funny, though. Yeah. I, I was funny. She was trying to be funny. I, I just remember we went to get Sizemore. We, had a little, we looked at each other like... This yeah, Drew was walking up the driveway, and oh I've been gosh. around it so much, I was like, he's on meth and he's got guns. And Drew just went, oh, shit, yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, not only that, <laughs> we, we, he went into a band and started billowing, and we both yeah, backed we, out. He was like moaning. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, when you got Tom Sizemore moaning in the bathroom. How many things has Drew been in? And Drew's never been a maniac. And how many... Because of him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because like, I was walking down the side of the driveway. Like, you don't want to... And I'm looking yeah, he's, in he's the window. The you know what I mean? you got to be able to hit yeah. the ground if if he mistakes us for an intruder. Right. <laughs> You've been in that I position. I have been. But I'm thinking of Drew, who's a normal guy. How many times does he save people? Why, why do you let him do that? Why is he... Why his family? I mean, I, I get it with us because yeah, we're, we're maniacs. Like, but why do you let him... You're going to say it, Drew. I always, I always you, ask why he was doing that. Similar to you, Tom. I don't know if you know Sizemore. He's the funnest oh, guy. I do. I do. So we were on this balcony thing overlooking, and he was being really crazy. And Drew's kind of recognizing agitation, psycho, psychosis. <laughs> and I'm just looking. Can, if I ju- need to jump off this balcony, can I? <laughs> oh am God, I going to live? Because yeah, if he comes out of here with crazy, <laughs> I'm going over yeah. the ma- You know. You, yeah, you yeah, know yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking on that balcony? I was looking in because the, the kitchen was here. I, I realized I carefully checked that there were no knives. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, Drew's I, cleaned I, out my house for my wife before, too. I have to go. <laughs> you got to just make sure you're safe. But <laughs> but that's yeah. what we do. Right, and, right. You know, we go out and help and try. Right. But the Peter Chris thing is always the best because it showed Tom right off the bat. His yeah. heart's in the right place. I wanted to help the guy. That's true. And then when I found out it wasn't Peter yeah. Chris, I was like, so what does it matter? Yeah, but by the way, you know I mean? I've ever seen you sitting in my Bentley with Pete, the fake Peter Chris, and all of a sudden, our ball, no offense to him because he was homeless, but all of our windows went down at the same time. <laughs> we're on our way to take him to a meeting, and we were loving him, and then all of a sudden, the car started smelling, and our windows went down. Yeah. Had to air it out. Guy's under the, no under the bridge. He was under the bridge, man. Yeah. He had bridge. a crack tent. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's fun stuff, but, no offense. but how, man, how, how we've lived a long time. Don't yeah, you I think know. that? Yeah, I, I guess we've stuff lived right. a long time. I know, we have. I got to get some stuff. I got to get back to some yeah. stuff. How are you and, and Schwarzenegger now? You guys, we're are good. good. We're good. good. And you know what? He had a he had a procedure, and he's doing amazing. The valve. Yeah, and they they had to open him. Yes, he's had a previous, right? Yes, he had yeah. back in I think eighty seven, eighty eight, and that is just a congenital bicuspid. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's a you know amazing. He would always pretend he's perfect, you know. Yeah. He, but he's amazing. He's a you know. I, my, one of my dreams is to be with you and him. <laughs> Wait, listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> On one of his par- barbecue parties with the guys in the underwear and stuff. Oh yeah, just, yeah. Well, that's that just, just that you know. To me, it just sounds surreal. Well, he I, turned I, I, seventy last summer, you know. And, and uh, there's a you can see a video on the internet of uh, me and him as Sly getting a. First of all, he. So we get invited to the party. It's like six to nine on a Saturday, and, I, and my, Ashley's like, "Yeah, we're invited to the six to nine part, and then from nine to four in the morning is with the guys with the g strings." <laughs> but no, but you know they have a. We got a hula dancing lesson. Me and Arnold the slide. You can see it on the internet because somebody filmed it, and it's sort of sort of sweet. But you know, there's always there was a there was giant porcupines because he owns a circus. He took a, a, a European circus right out of money, so he sponsors him if he can if he can use their animals for it's, his party. So he brought an elephant in one oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elephant destroyed his, his house. And, <laughs> and he had the, one time he had a full-on big old tiger on a rope that some dude was smoking a cigar, like not a tiger trainer. And I saw, I walked into a Christmas party and I saw a tiger. So I pull out my phone because I'm like, oh my God, this tiger's going to start killing these assholes. I'm going to film this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get the it, video. Film it. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, there's a, a tiger. They're all his Republican friends, so it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> And like, just only inappropriate situations with the wild animals. He didn't grow up on a farm, so I'm like, oh my god, this is But he is the sweetest guy in the world, and uh, it's so funny. He you did, you did that one, one of your my favorite stand-ups of yours was it was the one sort of the All American one. What was it called the All American? It was one with a lot of flags and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You bust his balls so completely in that one. Oh my god! I, I wondered how he felt about that. Oh it was like about five years ago, right? Four oh yeah, ago. yeah. By the way, I have a new status special, uh, uh, June fifth, uh, coming out. Uh, he just, he just <laughs> let's just say if I bust his balls, and I've had to apologize. Let's not cover any of that area. <laughs> let's, uh, let's not. You know what? I I I have uh, I love him, and there's been times when I've got over the line and had to make amends that he's accepted my apology am, am and I, I am love I, him. Am I discussing one of those? Yeah, perhaps you are. <laughs> and, and I, But I I worship the guy and uh, you know when my son was born, when Jax was born he was the first person uh, to visit uh, Jax at the hospital and he and he, pick, you know, he picked him up he's like you know because men like baby he's like you you know he's, he's, he's like you know I have I have four of these and and he's like well you know five. Anyway. <laughs> and, you know, no, 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 but I swear to God, he's got. A, he's a funny dude. He's, he's the best. You know, so he's guy. got a good political mind. What is? Oh my he God, think, he has a good political what, mind. What does he think happens after this? Because I believe he, we've got seven more years of yeah. this. Not no. Not I, three I mean, more. he is smart because well, he is genuinely doing something about the gerrymandering, which is how you end up in a situation yeah. like this and the environment. I mean, he really. But really, let's he, go back to the election. Did yeah, we really have a, a choice? Spot, that was huh? a choice between <laughs> Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump? Well, you know, there was a choice. And, Bernie and Saunders was a Bernie choice. Bernie Sanders, you know, and a lot of things happened for Trump to be, you know, and, and there's still more to come. This, listen, it's not well, just. My point is, more Americans d- don't vote. Then yeah. do vote. Well, this is going to change. So, we got these midterms are very important. 2018, a lot of women are running that have never run before. Right. Um, this Robert Mueller thing is real, and so is the Stormy Daniels thing. A lot of mistakes were made legally, and so is the state of New York. Eric Schneiderman is. You're going to see every one of those Trump family members indicted, and so and also Donald Trump. So if he thinks he's sliding out in one way. The guy is, you know, if you think, well, Robert Mueller is political, there is a lot of stuff going on, and yet you don't 
I do find it strange that Democrats embrace the 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 military state. Let's call it the FBI and all this, and they're the defenders of 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 law and order. Mm-hmm. And the Republicans are the ones questioning it all. Well, here's in the my lifetime, it, it, it doesn't from matter. McGovern to this. Michael Shea had a good joke last night. What's SNL. He said he goes uh, he goes. Wait a minute. How many? It's taken eighteen months. He goes. Is there a different FBI yeah. for black yeah. people? Than white well, people? the FBI <laughs> is 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 a conservative, or yeah. they're way more. Uh, or way more Republican. But, but you, you're, you're, you come from my kind of background. They're the ones that investigated John Lennon. They're right. the ones that investigated and, and all kinds of stuff that I didn't like and was gross and un-American to yeah. me. Now, right. all of a sudden, speaking of those gross, people that yeah, fell... Come on. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. No, I'm sorry, yeah, but yeah. speaking of that, now all of a sudden yep. the people that, that, that come up from that 70s mentality of question authority yep. are now, oh, don't question this yeah. authority, Robert Mueller right. and yeah. so, so I'm going to go back to well, that. Let me take that. Here's a little thing for you. Yeah. You know, Andy McCabe, that was the FBI agent. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who his brother-in-law is? Jeff McFarland. And his sister, he's married to Jeff's sister. He could not be a more straight arrow, you know. And his sister is one of the, they're the nicest people. There. The in-laws are from Iowa. They're the nice. If, if I would have said anything about the guy, would be a huge nerd. The, the nicest people in the world. Trump's like, oh my god, look at these bad people. The nicest straight arrows in the world, you know. And you know Jeff. I mean, I know Jeff. You know they. they, they I, and Trump's like, oh, look at these evil people. I mean, this is a guy who goes to work every day for twenty one years, and she's one of those worker bees. And, and his wife, genuinely the, the nicest people in the world. And Andy McCabe's mother in law is a Trump Supporter. conspiracy person. I know. It's, it's so you know and that's really, the craziness. It, it, of, the craziness is what it says about us. America. I know, more than I know. anything, more than every, all of this. Yeah, it's us. It's us. It's us. It is. It's us. Over we and have over to. Again. Uh, 2008. The, the midterms are big, and uh, that'll solve everything. You have a bunch of charities. I'll I make do. Sure I get them. Right. Uh, Captain Corazon talk- is great. Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, we had our biggest. You know, uh, we just had a big. He, he had a child. He had a child with a transposition of the great vessels. So he, yeah, and our one of our great pediatric cardiologists uh, saved his life. Out, yeah, and yeah. so Jimmy stepped up. We sold three uh, grilled cheese sandwiches for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Nice, made wow. by Jimmy. Uh, no, we that's a wonderful camp, and, and uh, I, we do that every year. Camp awesome. Corazon, and you have a couple of charities too, didn't you? Tell me some other ones. I do. Well, that's good. That's good. I do a million. What is it? Music cares. Music cares. Well, music cares. You know they get their you've big. Hosted, with the, uh, you've hosted. I some have. Of those, right? I have. I have Bob. Did Forrest. you do the auction though? I've done that and I've hosted it. And you know they're big. Uh, they do a lot of stuff with the. Uh, what's the rehab? I just got back. I was Crossroads. At? Crossroads. And by that, <laughs> by the way, I highly recommend. I highly recommend. But that here's place. here's the funny thing about Crossroads. Great, great rehab. Old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Clapton, Hazelden, mm-hmm. perfect. Right. To get a drug addict from Los Angeles oh, to Crossroads is, is a really yeah. hard thing. Why? Why? Yeah. Because there's no direct flights. There. No. You have to fly uh. to Miami and wait overnight with a using drug addict. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to do a gig, too, on the way there. Oh. I had to do a gig for uh, John Hancock and sit with the CEO of John Hancock. And my, my buddy, my lawyer, Dave Feldman, had to fly with me. We had to take, like, nine flights. But it's fine because once – you know, I, I'm so grateful my guys – Including Jeff McFarland, Dax, everybody came over. Tom uh, Hansen, and they're like, "Dude, you gotta." Probably go. I know, and I can't. I can't. I don't know what to do, but I can't get off of this stuff. And they're. I love these guys, and so Dax is the best. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't get oh enough. He doesn't get enough nods. Yeah. Uh, yes. What, yeah. What, for, for what? 
Just being a great guy. He's a general. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's like the greatest yeah. guy. He's, yeah. That's all he gets nods for. Yeah. He's a great guy. He needs more nods for being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's a great, he's the greatest guy. So where did he's you go? You went and did a gig, then you had to wait overnight in Miami and take no, like I 20 benzos? To, How many did you take in Miami? Oh, I did. I wasn't going to start detoxing. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I took what he needed. I took what I needed. But I also wasn't going to go crazy. Because Benzos is also not something, I don't want to say this because you probably could. You're like, well, it's not like blow where you're like, I'm going to do a thought, you know. Yeah. So I also do a head of gig. Yeah. So uh, in Aruba. Where? Where? Oh, in Aruba. Aruba. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's close. By the way, the detox for Benzos. Brutal. Wow. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, it's yeah, a weird, then you, the weird first year is sort yeah, of Yeah, also something you warned me. You said a lot of times when these people die, and, and Chris Cordell died when I was in there, and uh, you know, I talked about it on Howard. Like that was, you know, a lot of people they they talk talk about dying from opiates, and, and Drew, you said to me, you know, actually, a lot of times it's there's combo. This is the big yeah. one. This is the big one right yeah. now, and that one still isn't being discussed publicly yet the way it should be. It's a busy where they're Well, I, mean, I talked to Vicky like right away, and I, I kind of got the. You know, these are you know. I I know my situation, and you know, I I do Chris could I do Chris, you know, for one of my original guys, and 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 what a sweet guy, and what a you know good guy, what a guy that helped a lot of people, and you know, he here's a guy that, like me medicating himself. You know, said, yeah, but, oh, but a doctor to, gave it to him, man. Yeah. I swear to God, it makes my peers give it to him all the time. Right. It makes me crazy, right? But, he, but he's like me. Oh, I got this, and yeah, I'll yeah. do more. And you know, she talked to him, and he's like, "Oh, I got this," and he got probably got nervous. He's like, "Oh my gosh!" And, and uh, he's alone. I'll tell you that. In my long, experience, here's an interesting thing: How long can a sober person have have no real sober, you know, person in their life and stay sober? Because I know that Chris had a bunch of sober people. Then he drifted into, like, surrounded by people that drink and smoke weed. And I know some of the records that mm-hmm. he made. Some mm-hmm. of them are my best friends. They're not right. They're not people I can be with 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I can be around them and do something, but then I've got to go back to my sober people. Right. And well, you, you got to have your... You drift, I do. I you do. drift into that... Well, also, when you get a different high, like, wait, okay, you're... I, with my case, alcohol, cocaine, okay, got, okay, now I'm going to... Oh, then it was opiate. No, I'm not getting ever opiates are not my high. Motorcycle wreck. Oh, okay. Well, that's my okay. I'm done with that. Well, benzos. Is, I never. I don't get high for benzos. Oh, I'm doing benzos. So that's they different. make you feel really safe and warm, right? But that then all of a sudden it is your high. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that would think like, well, I'm a cocaine addict, not, exactly. not an opiate addict. Exactly. Well, no, you didn't I'm believe that in your heart of hearts. But I, I told myself that. Got it. So so if I'm doing that. I'm not getting high, so I don't need to be around sober people because this right. is all my own thing. And it's my, and all of a sudden I'm like, it's something about that drift away from. Yes, even if it's one person, you're I've right. Always got a oh, completely. You need to be AK. with one. I could not go to That's a meeting right. for six months. I've still got him in my life. That's right. Right, and somehow. The people that have you need a touch gone stone. back to drugs, they, they just right. disconnect from everyone. But they don't want to be reminded or confronted. Right. That's why I, they do. I think you think that you just don't need those people anymore. One of the things is my sober friends were my friends before I got sober. I think very few people have that. Right. Right? Yeah. Meaning I grew up and used with these people and then that we all got sober and now we have each other. Right. It's not like I went to rehab, I went to AA and now I got these new sober friends. Right. Right? right. So I wish that people made more emphasis 
on the relationships we have with, especially men among men. Right. You know, because there's things that come up when you get in your 50s right. and kids and divorce. And, and just because you're married to someone doesn't mean they get it. Just because they love you, they may, you know, or they're your brother or they're your sister or whatever, if they're your family, you know, they may love you unconditionally, but they may not get it. Typically so, don't get it. Typically yeah. Get it. In, in, in fact, though, your wife is very helpful for Vicky. Yes. That was very nice. Yes. It was very helpful to her. Cause, yes. Because being, being the codependent, you can help other codependents. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, but very codependent. Your, your kids are good, right? Yes, my kids are amazing. Yeah, I see that I mean, that's, also, that's why you can take, you know, I, you know, I can take any. Because you look at it, first of all, every question, every fear I've ever had, every day when I look at my daughter, Quincy, she's two, loves me unconditionally. Every, so I, I can't complain. Like, I, I, my, my mistake in my life was trying to get a woman to love me unconditionally, a wife. That's just impossible. You have to hit all these markers. My daughter, no matter what I do, she loves me unconditionally. Like, yeah. It's perfect. Well, I got news for you. Don't fuck it up. I won't fuck it up. But listen, she's two. I'm 59. I mean, I just, I don't know, you know, how many years do I have? You know, I'm just going to keep going. I'm no, going to do everything. I'm, I'm shooting for what, 76, 78, you said? Yeah, you yeah. I cleared up the hepatitis C. My liver's all yeah. right. I'm going 76, 78. Tom, Tom is one of my favorite. Yeah. You might you might make it to eighty, right? Well, but uh, imagine what that looks like. But anyway, <laughs> I won't even be you know, you know. But I tell you what, I change every diaper right now. But my friends, when Jax was born, they're like, "Hey, let your wife do everything till he's seven, what? then it'll be fun." I was like, what? "I don't know where I'll be when he's seven. I got to get where there." Where do you meet people Money? like that? You know, dudes, <laughs> males, dumb guys. One, Tom is one of my favorite cocaine stories. When, when you just first time you got sober, yeah. when you were in the bathroom talking to the mirrors and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried to pull the skin off the outside of my eyeball. Oh. Something up and, in there. Something. Oh, up no, he's going to cut it. Cut oh yeah, it. cut it, cut it. I was just going to cut it off. Something Instead in of there? trying to pull, you know, the and literally going to cut because <laughs> I was like, I'll just cut this off. The extra layer of skin on my eyeball. <laughs> I actually had pulled it out. I was like, well, I just cut it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, you sense. said the guy, the FBI, and this. Well, yeah, because I had a full on. No, no, I was like, all right, I see you assholes, full on. And now, okay, I'm not. I'm on you. Listen, I know you that like I, I'd already had this running inner dialogue with them. I'm like, fuck it, okay, guys, just I know what you're directly, doing. Like, talk yeah, directly yeah, to them. I'm on to you, so just don't even. What are you gonna bust me for? Yeah, exactly. A little bit of coke. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, are you paranoid about this Trump stuff? And I'm like, fuck no, man. I've been t- I know. I know, the- I know they're watching me. <laughs> I'm being paranoid. I don't know yeah. what that is. What do they want? Yeah. All right. That, I think we've got to wrap it up, guys. Yeah, we we can go guys. all day. We can just go. And go. I, know. I appreciate it. It's good to see you. It's, it's good to see you guys. You. I love you guys. Great to Thank see you. you. And the, sorry, it's, it's hashtag. Now, what do you want people to do? Uh, Vice. Uh, what is it? Viceland.com. It's hashtag uh, TIPS. Send me, send me a... If you get uh, any, any tapes on Trump, just send them over. And what is the, the hashtag? Is, <laughs> the hashtag is the hunt for the Trump tapes. What, what are we using the hashtag for? Just to I don't know. All get together. Yeah, together. whatever. Yeah, the hunt for the Trump tapes. Yeah, but at Tom Arnold. I don't know at, how it works. at the Tom Arnold the Instagram. Yeah, the Instagram. Your kids is, and Facebook is fun. Oh yeah, we have fun. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny with like I put up. You know, I you wondered was, why can't somebody get a copy of his tax records? I guarantee oh, you, he is not a billionaire. Oh, you're right. I wonder how that would happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. oh Tom. Right, if you have a friend in the Nevada Gaming Commission, <laughs> you know, a kid, 17-year-old hacker. Anyway, <laughs> is that illegal? I don't know. What's going on here? Uh-oh. What's happening? I'm getting paranoid if you're not. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, so thank you. Good luck on the show. Oh, now I got to watch. You, you yeah. have the tax records. Yeah. Oh my god! Just the first three pages. That's all. <laughs> anyway, is that a leak? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Tom Arnold, thank you guys. I, I got to. Uh, oh my god! Director. I just feel better yeah. now. Nah. After. Right. A little yeah. bit of Tom Arnold in I your life. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll see you next time. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. I want to mention our friends at Bergamot Sport, a supplement that provides all the cardiovascular benefits of the original Bergamot, but with additional additives designed to aid athletes and those with active lifestyles. Bergamot Sport is recommended and used by professional and college athletes throughout the world. Helps them improve stamina, reduce recovery time, and muscle inflammation. Bergamot Sport is informed sport certified, so athletes can feel confident that it's all natural and it has been banned substance tested. But even if you're not a pro athlete or just getting a workout once a week or so, Bergamot Sport is still worth a try. It can help you work out harder, recover easier, without worrying about being sore or tired the next day. I've used the products myself. I've recommended them to patients. We use them in our family. And I've done so just as physicians and cardiologists around the world have done. And Bergamot Plus is excellent for what's called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which has just passed all other forms of liver disease in terms of causing cirrhosis. So it's something that is... So it's something that is a major health issue presently and needs to be paid attention to. For a limited time, our listeners can save 10% on their order by entering code DRDREW at checkout. That is D-R-D-R-E-W, all one word. Try Bergamot Sport for yourself. Visit bergamot.com, that is B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T.com, or just click the Bergamot banner at drdrew.com. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. The Dr. Drew Podcast, the This Life Podcast, and the Adam and Drew Podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's News. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live.